0: All right, we're going to start in Luke chapter 8. And then it happened when he was going through city and town, one after the other, preaching and giving the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, also some women, who had been healed from evil spirits and sicknesses. Miriam, the one called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out, and Joanna, the wife of Chuza, manager of Herod's household, and Susanna, and many others who were ministering to them from their possessions. Then a great crowd gathered, and while they were going down with him to another city, he spoke to them through a parable. The sower of the seed came out with seed, and among what he sowed, some on the one hand fell by the way, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the sky ate it up. And other fell upon the rock, and it grew, then withered, because it did not have moisture. And others fell in the middle of thorn plants, and grew up, and the thorn plants choked it. And other fell on good ground, and as it grew, it made fruit, one hundred times as much. After he said these things, he called out, The one who has ears to hear Must continually listen. But his disciples were asking him what this parable could be. And he said, It has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest in parables, so that seeing they would not see, and hearing they would not understand. This is the parable The seed is the word of God. Those by the way are those who hear. Then the devil comes and takes the word from their hearts so that they who may have believed would not be saved. And those upon the rock, when they would hear, they take the message with joy, but they do not have a root. So they believe for a time, then in a time of trial or testing, they fall away. And the one that fell among thorn plants, these are those who hear, then while they are going, Under worries and riches and the pleasures of life, they are choked and they do not bear fruit to maturity. But the one in the good soil, these are those with good and upright hearts as they have listened to the word and they are bearing fruit with patience. And no one having a lit lamp conceals it with a dish or places it underneath a bed, but places it on a lampstand so that those who go in would see the light. For nothing is hidden, which will not become visible. What would not have been known would then come into open view. Therefore, you must continually be careful how you listen. For whoever would have, it will be given to him. And whoever would not have, even what he thinks he has will be taken from him. And his mother and brothers came to him, and they were not able to meet with him because of the crowd. And it was reported to him, Your mother and your brothers have been standing outside wanting to see you. And he said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear and do the word of God. And it happened on one of the days that he and his disciples embarked in a boat, and he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they set out, and he fell asleep while they were sailing. Then a strong gust of wind came down upon the lake, and they were being swamped and endangered. And when they went to him, they woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are being destroyed. Then after he got up, he rebuked the wind and the wave of the water. Then it stopped, and it was calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? But being afraid, they were amazed, saying to one another, Who is this that even commands the winds and the water? And they obey him. Then they sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake of Galilee. And when he came out on the shore, a man from the city who had demons met him. For a long time, he had not worn a garment or stayed in a house, but was staying in the tombs. And when he saw Yeshua, he cried out. He fell down before him and said with a loud voice, What do you have to do with me, Yeshua, son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it seized him. And although he was guarded and bound in chains and fetters, he broke the chains, being driven by the demon into the wilderness areas. And Yeshua asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons went into him, and they were begging him not to command them to go into the abyss. And there was a herd of many pigs there feeding on the mountain, and they begged him to allow them. To enter those. And he allowed the demons to enter the pigs. And when the demons came out from the man, they entered the pigs. Then the herd set out down the slope into the lake and was drowned. And when those who were tending saw what happened, they fled and reported that in the city and in the fields. And they came out to see what happened. And they came to Yeshua and they found the man from whom the demons came out sitting by the feet of Yeshua, dressed and of a sound mind, and they were afraid. And those who saw reported to them how the one who was demon-possessed was delivered. Then all the multitude of the region of the garrison asked him to leave from them, because they were being distressed with great fear. Then he returned, having embarked in a boat, And the man from whom the demons had come out was begging him to be with him. But he released him saying, you must return to your house and you must continually tell what God did for you. Then he left proclaiming throughout the whole city, what Yeshua did for him. And on Yeshua's return, the crowd welcomed him for they were all looking for him and behold, A man named Jairus came, and this one was a leader of the synagogue, and he fell at the feet of Yeshua, begging him to come to his house, because his only daughter was about 12 years old, and she was about to die. And while he was going, the throngs were crowding together around him, and a woman, who was in a flow of blood for 12 years, who having spent her whole living on doctors, was not able to be healed by anyone. When she came up behind, she touched the fringe of his prayer shawl, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. Then Yeshua said, Who is the one who touched me? But when all denied, Peter said, Master, the crowds are choking you and pressing in. And Yeshua said, Someone touched me, for I know power has come out from me. And when the woman saw that she did not escape notice, she came trembling. And as she fell before him, he reported, she reported all, she reported before all the people what the reason was, that she touched him. And as she spoke, she was healed immediately. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has saved you. You must continually go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the home of the synagogue leader came, saying that your daughter has died. You must no longer trouble the teacher. But since Yeshua heard, he answered him, Stop being fearful. You must only believe, and she will be rescued. Then after he came into the house, he did not permit any to enter with him, except Peter and John and Jacob and the father and the mother of the child. But all the mourners were crying and mourning her. And he said, stop crying for she did not die, but she is sleeping. Then they were laughing scornfully at him because they knew that she had died. But he taking hold of her hand, spoke to her saying, child, you must arise. Then her spirit returned, and she stood up immediately, and he ordered something to be given for her to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell what had happened. Chapter 9. And after he summoned the twelve, he gave them power and authority over all demons and to heal sicknesses. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal diseases. And he said to them, And you must take nothing for your journey, neither staff nor knapsack nor bread nor money, nor for each to have two prayer shawls. And whatever house you would enter, you must remain there and you must come and go out from there. And as many as would not take you in, When you come out from that city, shake the dust from your feet in testimony against them. And after they left, they were going through the region, bringing the good news and healing everywhere. And Herod the Tetrarch heard all that was happening. And he was perplexed because it was said by some that John was raised from the dead and by some that Elijah appeared and others that some prophet of the ancients has risen. But Herod said, I beheaded John, but who is this about whom I hear such things as these? Then he was seeking to see him. And when the apostles returned, they reported to him what they did. And then he took them and went back with them by themselves to a city called Bethsaida. But when the crowds knew, they followed him. And, welcoming them, he was speaking to them about the kingdom of God, and those who had need of healing were being healed. And the day began to draw to a close. And after the twelve came, they said to him, You must release the crowd now, so that they could go into the villages and fields around, and they would find lodging, and they could find provision, because we are here in a desolate place. But he said to them, you must now give them something to eat and they said there are not more than five loaves and two fishes with us unless we go to buy food for all these people for there were five thousand men but he said to his disciples you must make them sit down in groups of about 50 or more and they did so and they all reclined and when he took the five loaves and the two fishes As he looked up into heaven, he praised God for them. Then he broke them in pieces, and he was giving them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And they ate, and they all were satisfied. And the leftovers, twelve baskets of pieces, were taken up by them. And it happened while he was praying, the disciples were alone with him. And he asked them, Who do the crowd say that I am? And they said, John the Immerser, and others, Elijah, and others, that some prophet of the ancients has risen. And he said to them, But who do you say I am? And Peter said, The Messiah of God. But then he warned them and commanded them not to say this, saying, It is necessary for the Son of God to suffer many things and to be rejected by the elders and the high priests and the scribes and to be killed and to be raised up on the third day. And he was saying to everyone, If someone wants to come after me, he must now deny himself. He must take his cross at once and day by day. He must consistently follow me for whoever would want to save his life will lose it. But whoever would lose his life because of me will save it. For what does a man benefit if he gained the whole world, but then lost or forfeited himself? For whoever would be ashamed of me and my messages, the son of man will be ashamed of this one when he would come in the glory of himself and the father and the holy angels. But I say to you truly, There are some of those who are standing in this place who will not taste death until they would see the kingdom of God. And it was about eight days after these messages and taking Peter and John and Jacob, he went up to the mountain to pray for himself. And it happened while he was praying and the appearance of his face was different and his cloak was white gleaming like lightning. And behold, two men were speaking with him, who were Moses and Elijah, while those who had been seen in glory were speaking about his death, which he was going to fulfill in Jerusalem. And Peter and those with him were burdened in sleep. But as they kept awake, they saw his glory, and the two men who had stood with him, And it happened while they were being separated from him, Peter said to Yeshua, Master, it is good for us to be here. Now let us make three booths, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. Although he had not understood what he was saying. But while he was saying these things, a cloud came and covered them, and they were afraid while they entered the cloud. Then a voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, the one who has been chosen. You must continually listen to him. And after the voice came, Yeshua was found alone, and they kept silent, and no one reported in those days anything that they had seen. And it happened the next day when they came down from the mountain, a huge crowd met him. And behold, a man from the crowd called out, saying, "'Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, because he is my only child.' And behold, a spirit takes him, and suddenly it cries out and convulses him with foaming at the mouth, and it goes away from him with difficulty, wearing him out. And I urged your disciples to cast it out, but they were not able. And Yeshua said, "'O unbelieving and perverted generation!' How long will I be with you? And will I endure you? You must bring your son here at once. But while he was coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him. But Yeshua rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the child and gave him to his father. And all were amazed at the majesty of God. And everyone was amazed at everything he was doing. And he said to his disciples, You must now place these words in your ears, for the Son of Man is going to be given over into the hands of men. But they did not understand this statement, and it was hidden from them, so that they could not perceive it. And they were afraid to ask him about the statement. And a thought came among them, whoever might be greatest of them. But Yeshua saw the thoughts of their hearts, and after he took hold of a child, he stood him beside himself and said to them, whoever would take this child in my name takes me. And whoever will take me is taking the one who sent me. For the one who is least among you all, this one is great. And John said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we prevented him, because he does not follow with us. And Yeshua said to him, You must not forbid him, for whoever is not against you is for you. And it was the days in which his ascension was to be fulfilled, and he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers before him, and as they went, they entered a town of the Samaritans in order to prepare for him. And the townspeople did not welcome him because his face was steadfastly going to Jerusalem. When the disciples Jacob and John saw, they said, Lord, do you want us to call fire to come down from the sky and to destroy them? But then he turned and rebuked them and they went into a different village. And while they were going on the way, someone said to him, I shall follow you wherever you would go. And Yeshua said to him, The foxes have dens and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man does not have anywhere he could rest his head. And he said to another, You must continually follow me. And he said, Lord, you must first permit me to return and bury my father. But he said to him, You must permit the dead to bury their own dead. And when you go, you must proclaim the kingdom of God far and wide. And another also said, I shall follow you, Lord. But first, you must permit me to say goodbye to those in my house. And Yeshua said to him, no one, after he laid his hand on the plow and then looked at the things behind, is fit for the kingdom of God. Chapter 10. And after these things, the Lord appointed seventy-two others and sent them up two by two ahead of him to every city and place to which he was going to come. And he was saying to them, On the one hand, the harvest is great, but on the other hand, the workers are few. Therefore, you must beg the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest you must go. Behold, I am sending you as lambs in the midst of wolves. Do not carry purse or knapsack or sandals, and do not greet anyone along the way. And wherever you would enter a house, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace would be there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return upon you. And you must remain in that house, eating and drinking whatever they have with them, for the worker is worthy of his reward. And you must not move out of that house to another house, and whatever city you would enter, and they would take you, you must eat what has been said before you, and you must continually heal the sicknesses in that city, and you must say to them, the kingdom of God has drawn near you. But whatever city you would enter, in which they would not welcome you, when you come out into its streets, you must immediately say, we even wipe the dust from us, from your city that clings to your feet. Moreover, know this, that the kingdom of God has drawn near. I say to you that Sodom will in that day be more bearable than in that city. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida, because if the miracles that happened among you had happened in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. Nevertheless, it will be more bearable for for Tyre and Sidon in the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to heaven? No, you will descend as far as Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you is rejecting me. And the one who rejects me rejects the one who sent me. And the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I was watching Satan while he was falling as lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and upon every power of the enemy, and nothing could harm you. But you must not rejoice in this because the spirits are subject to you, but you must rejoice because your names have been written in the heavens. At this time, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I praise you, Father. Lord of heaven and earth, because you concealed these things from the wise and understanding, and you revealed them to children. Indeed, Father, because in this way it was good pleasure before you. All things were given to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and to whomever the Son would wish to reveal. After he turned toward the disciples by themselves, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you are seeing. For I say to you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you're seeing, but they did not see. And to hear what you are hearing, but they did not hear. Then behold, some master of Torah stood up, testing him, saying, Teacher, What will I have to have done to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What has been written in the Torah? How do you read it? And he said, You will love the Lord your God out of your whole heart and with your whole being and with your whole strength and with your whole mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You answered correctly. You must do this and you will live. But because he wanted to justify himself, he said to Yeshua, who in fact is my neighbor? When he replied, Yeshua said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among robbers. And then they stripped him. And after inflicting wounds, they went away, leaving him half dead. And by chance there was a priest who came by that way, and when he saw him, he crossed over to the other side. And likewise, also a man who was a Levite, as he came by the place, when he saw him, he crossed over. And a certain traveling Samaritan came by him, and when he saw him, he was moved with compassion. And then he came over to him and bound up his wounds, pouring olive oil and wine and and after he put him on his own animal, he led him to an inn to to take care of him. Then on the next day, when he had to leave, he gave two denarii to the innkeeper and said, You must take care of him, and whatever in addition you would spend, I shall repay to you on my return. Who of these three, does it seem to you, had become a neighbor of the one who fell among the robbers? And he said, the one who had mercy on him. And Yeshua said to him, you must go and you must habitually do likewise. And while they were going, he entered a certain village and a woman named Martha hosted him. And he had a sister called Miriam. And after Miriam seated herself at the feet of the Lord, she was listening to his teaching But Martha was overburdened about so much serving. And standing by, she said, Lord, does it not concern you that my sister leaves only me to serve? Therefore, you must tell her that she should help me. And the Lord said to her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled concerning many things, but one Is a necessity indeed. Miriam chose the good part which will not be taken from her. Chapter 11. Then it happened while he was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, you must now teach us to pray, just as also John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, You must say, Father, your name must now be sanctified. Your kingdom must now come. You must continually give us day by day the things necessary for our existence. You must immediately forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everything owing to us. And do not lead us into a trial. Then he said to them, who of you will have a friend and will go to him at midnight and he would and would say to him, friend, you must now lend me three loaves of bread since my friend came to me from a journey and I do not have anything to set before him. And answering from inside, he said, you must not cause me trouble. The door has already been shut and my children are with me in the bed. I'm not able to get up and give it to you. I say to you, even if you will not get up to give to him because he's his friend, but because of his shamelessness, when he gets up, he will give him everything he needs. So I say to you, you must continually ask, and it will be given to you. You must continually seek, and you will find You must continually knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, takes. And the one who seeks, finds. And for the one who knocks, it will be opened. And which of you, if a son would ask his father for a fish, will he give him a snake instead of a fish? Or also, if he would ask for an egg, would he give him a scorpion? If, therefore, you who are evil yourselves know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more the Father from heaven will give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask of him? Then he was casting out a demon, and this one was deaf and mute. And it happened after the demon came out, the mute person spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, He is casting out the demons by means of Beelzebub, the leader of the demons. But others, testing, were seeking a sign from heaven from him. And because he knew their thoughts, he said to them, Every kingdom that is divided against itself is laid waste, and a house divided against a house falls. And if, in fact, Satan is divided against himself, How will his kingdom stand? Yet you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebub. But if I am casting out demons by Beelzebub, by whom are your sons casting them out? Because of this, they will be your judges. But if I am casting out demons by a finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When the strong one, Since he was equipped, who uh, would guard his house, his possessions would be in peace. But when one stronger than he attacked, he would overcome him. He takes his armor from him, in which he placed his confidence, and they would distribute his booty. The one who is not with me is against me, and the one who does not gather with me is scattering. When the unclean spirit comes out from a person, it goes through dry places seeking rest. But when it does not find any, then it says, I shall return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds that its house has been swept and decorated. So then it goes and takes along seven other spirits more evil than itself. After it enters, it dwells there. And the last days of that person become worse than the first. And it happened, while he was saying these things, some women from the crowd, as she lifted her voice, said to him, Blessed is the womb which bore you, and with whom you nursed. And he said, On the contrary, blessed are those who hear and observe the word of God. And when the crowds gathered even more, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah was a sign to the Ninevites, so also will the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South will be raised in judgment with the people of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, greater than Solomon is here, Ninevite men will rise in judgment with this generation and will condemn it because they repented because of the preaching of Jonah and behold greater than Jonah is here. No one who has a who has lit a lamp places it in hiding and not under a peck measure, but on the lampstand so that those who would go in would see the light. Your eye is the lamp of the body. When your eye is sound, then your whole body is full of light. But when it would be evil, then your body is dark. Therefore, you must not ever consider that the light in you is darkness. Then if your whole body is full of light, since it does not have any part which is darkness, the whole body will be full of light, as when a lamp would illuminate you in the gleam of light. While he was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him. And after he entered, he reclined. But when the Pharisee saw, he wondered, because he did not first wash before dinner. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but the inside of you is full of greediness and wickedness foolish ones, did not the one who made the outside also make the inside? Nevertheless, you must now give gifts for the poor of what is inside you. Then behold, all is clean in you. But woe to the Pharisees, because you tithe the mint and the rue and every vegetable, but you neglect justice and the love of God. And it was necessary to do these things, but not to neglect the other. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the chief seat in the synagogues and the greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, because you are like unseen graves and people who walk over the graves do not know it. But when he responded, one of the scholars said to him, teacher, when you say these things, you even insult us. Then he said, And woe to you, Torah scholars, because you load people with difficult burdens. Then you do not even lift one finger to help with the burdens. Woe to you, because you are building the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. Now you are witness, and you approve of the works of your fathers, because you indeed killed them, and indeed you are building their tombs. Because of this, the wisdom of God also said, I am sending prophets and apostles among them, and they will kill some of them, and they will persecute others, so that the blood of all the prophets that have been shed from the foundation of the world would be required from this generation, from the blood of Abel until the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the house. Indeed, I say to you, it will be sought out From this generation. Woe to you, Torah scholars, because you took away the key of knowledge. You did not enter, and you held back those who were entering. And then when he came out from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be very hostile, and to interrogate him concerning more things, plotting to catch him by something he would say. Well, that concludes our reading for today. We hope today's message spoke to you. Today's reading was made possible by the Fear and Faith store and support of listeners like you. Remember to head over to BibleRevival.tv to purchase merch, access more resources, check out other interviews, as well as all the previous recordings.